When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And it is time for Film of the Week. Yes, and today, well, it's a huge favourite of mine, this movie. Interesting, it bombed at the box office, uh, but uh, in a short time become a real cult favourite. Directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro and the great Jerry Lewis, 1983's King of Comedy. At least once in his life, every man is a genius. And I'll tell you something, Ruth, it's going to be more than once in your life for you. It's going to be a number of times because you've got it and you're stuck with it. And I don't care if you wanted to get rid of it. You could. It's always going to be there. How do you how do you do it? I think it's that I look at my whole life and I I see the awful, terrible things in my life and turn it into something funny. What about the first few one liners? Were they strong enough? I was a little strong enough. No, if they were any strong. You'd hurt yourself. They're marvelous. You daffy bastard. Leave them alone. They're beautiful. Yeah. Now, Liam Alexander, welcome, pal. Morning, guys. How you going? Look, mate, we're going good. Now, Liam, did you firstly did you enjoy this film? Because there is no doubt it's quirky. It's an acquired taste. Oh, 100 percent. It's a pretty obscure movie. I think it's one of the hidden gems of Scorsese's whole film, like of his whole um, filmography. I think it's one of the most. Um, fascinating characters De Niro's ever played. Mm. It's one of those movies where the first time you watch it, it, it does seem a bit obscure and weird, but I think it stays with you because you do think about it for a while. And even though it's a bit quirky, I think like it's got this underbelly of sort of um, trait. It's pretty disturbing. I think it's actually one of the scariest characters De Niro's played, Rupert yeah. Hopkins. But yeah. it, it, you sort of you pick that up after the, the next few times you watch it. Now, Liam, before we talk about the plot. Um, this is amazing, boys. Look, we threw this yesterday, Webby. This film, you know, despite Scorsese, De Niro and Jerry Lewis, it cost $20 million to make. It made $2 million at the box office. $2 million. incredible? That is, it's incredible. If that was re- released tomorrow, you'd think it'd be a massive hit. You'd, you'd think it would be. Scorsese, De Niro, oh, Jerry Lewis. Just on that building and alone. Is, and, it's coming, and it's coming off Taxi Driver and Raging Bull 2. Yeah. Was like arguably two of the greatest American films you, ever made. You're making this film, you just say it can't miss. Yeah. You did. Um, and I can't see why it would like what 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 did old Roger say, uh, Liam? He like he Roger was one of the most sort of ardent Scorsese fans and even he thought he gave it three out of four. Every other movie before that he gave Scorsese four out of four. He just said it was the most sort of he called it the most arid, painful, wounded movie he's ever seen. Mm. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, well, he said it in a good That's way, a I think, because it is pretty – it's hard to watch at points, yeah. but I don't think he even really understood some of the hidden meanings of it. Now, Liam, as you explain the plot, just to explain to people, this movie, without a shadow of a doubt, the recent film Joker, which was Robert De Niro, this – I think Joker is just a direct – takeoff almost a remake of this film so what's the plot a hundred percent even that clip that we just heard before it sounds like a line that arthur fleck from joker could have said but this movie it's about rupert pumpkin he's an autograph hunter 
and a, a celebrity fanatic who dreams of nothing more than becoming like this world-famous comedian. Yeah. And one night he meets his idol, who you just heard was Jerry Lewis, whose name is Jerry Langford in the movie. He, he sort of politely brushes him, off, brushes him off and says he should keep working on his material and maybe get back in touch with him. But Rupert essentially wants to be Jerry. Like he doesn't want to just work with him. So he sort of persists in stalking him and doing whatever it takes to, mm. to get what he wants, which is to perform his comedy routine on, on Jerry's show. Interesting with Jerry Lewis when Scorsese wrote it. And Jerry Lewis was, for one of the most iconic comedians who have let, ever lived, was a secret arsehole. Right? <laughs> horrible. They said absolutely horrible. And when Jerry Lewis went back and said to Martin Scorsese, hey, my character, Jerry, how should I play this? And he said, Jerry, it's you. Don't act. It's you. Ben, some trivia out of the film? Well, I, I wanted I wanted to ask you guys this question because this is the first time I've ever seen this. And Liam and I have been talking about it the last few days. The ending. was the So after he gets uh, arrested, mm. is the ending – Real or a dream in his head? Is well, it again, it's Joker. Uh, it is Joker. It's yeah. Joker. See, Joker again. to me, the whole thing is a dream. He's in the mental asylum and the whole movie is a dream or mm. a fantasy in his head. The ending of this, I went, oh, yeah. that, that, is that real at the end? Does he become the famous it's, celebrity that he wants to be? Yeah. That's completely walked that, my mind about the Joker yeah. now. Well, given the Joker. Just... Well, the Joker thing is, but it's, I, with but, the, it's with the clock, isn't it, well, Lamb? Like the clock never moves or? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a there's a theory about the end of King of Comedy. When he comes out, he's in this orange jumpsuit, and the lighting behind him looks very similar to jail bars, like cell bars. Uh. So there's this theory that the whole thing is here. like he did end up going to prison, and he when he is released, he's not a world famous comedian. Well, but I think mm. it's like like Taxi Driver though. I think it it works both ways. Like, it works even if he does get released and becomes this comedian because that sort of indicts society, like how this guy could literally become world famous. And, yeah, I think I think both ways it works. Now, it just shows the genius of both actors. It shows how prickly Jerry Lewis is. An example, a bit of trivia about this film. There's an iconic scene, right, where uh, Rupert goes into Jerry's house and they just have this 10-minute dialogue walking around. Now, what was supposed to happen at that point... The script was supposed to be that Rupert knocks on the door to open and Jerry Lewis, by the script, the score says he wrote, is supposed to slam the door in his face. But Jerry Lewis, as a real up yours to Scorsese, invites Rupert in, right? And so surprised, like, De Niro goes in there and goes, well, this is not supposed to happen, but just goes with it. It's 10 minutes of total ad lib. And, and it is directed by Jerry Lewis. So Scorsese didn't direct that part. He just so, he directed that part. Yeah. Oh man, that's what closet assholes do. Uh, See, I, I I really like Sandra Bernard in the like her. Awesome. I think she stole the, and the scene the scene where Jer, Jerry Langford's all taped up, <laughs> sitting down there, and she's sitting across from him like they're a couple, you know, planning out what they're going to do for the weekend and. You know, she goes. I'm just going to take just take everything off the table and let's just let's just do it right here. And he's like taped up in white masking <laughs> tape, just sitting there with his head all taped oh. up. But her her level of delusion and obsession, like that, to me, yeah. you you're right. I I agree, Liam. I reckon even uh, Rupert Pumpkin, uh, he's just how crazy he is. Yeah, you know, just that underlying yeah. tension of how batshit crazy he is. Yeah. Th that's scary. Let me let me throw this out to you guys. 
I don't know. Liam, if this movie was remade tomorrow, okay, which who knows, maybe it will be. A lot of that's going on. Okay, who plays Rupert and Jerry? Okay. Oh, so, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon you've got to go similar, like similar how Jerry Lewis was a comedian. I think you've got to go with someone who was a talk show host. I reckon David Letterman could play Jerry Langford. Yeah. And I reckon uh, Jake Gyllenhaal would be a really wow. good Rupert Pupkin. Yeah. I tell you what I've gone, Liam. I've gone Tom Hardy as Rupert because he's got that sort of intensity. Mm. Uh, and the yeah. one that, and I think, and I think Al Pacino possibly as Jerry. Oh, yeah. That's not bad. I think those two, Benny. I, I would I would change a little bit, and I would use females for the roles. Yeah, right. Like and Ghostbusters. Yeah, but I, w- I would I would go with the, I would go with the greatest of all time, Meryl Streep in the role as Jerry. As Jerry, and then I really like, and I reckon she's got some crazy in her. Aubrey Plaza out of White Lotus. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she is. I yeah, just think really that good. she's got just something that's just a little bit unhinged. Yes. And I reckon she could play that real. I I think I think if you put two females in the role, it would get darker too. Yeah, mm. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was. Just have a think yes, of, just, I do. I'm, I'm just I'm just <laughs> thinking about tread. sometimes what females say to females, and I go, oh my god. Let's tread very carefully. Right yes. <laughs> yes. In 2015, Liam, this became a musical. On Broadway, really? Yeah, it was a musical. Oh, I read that. Yeah, yeah. And, and like the film, it bombed, <laughs> <laughs> but it never become a cult did they, classic. Did they bring back the the set of sunglasses that De Niro wore when he kidnapped Jerry? Oh, that's <laughs> and he's in that's a, the, he's that's in a that's costume. He's got the hat. He's got his hat and that's the glasses. And I, I think one of the great <laughs> scenes too. It's so pathetic where he goes into he's goes to the secretary of Jerry and goes. Hey, Ruben, I'm here to see uh, Jerry. Oh, he's not in. Oh, how long will he be? We don't know. Probably not most of that. And he just takes a seat in the office yeah. and just sits there for basically oh, well, the whole day. Wait. He's like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liam, score out of 100? Um, I, think, I think it's a 95. I think it's one of the most underrated movies out there and uh, one of Scorsese's best. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm 95 too. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm, I'm going to say a 90. Okay, it's yep. definitely definitely it's, it's definitely not top three score season, Ooh. but hey, yeah. Well, hey. I, well, last week we did the next break. Um, we did uh, was Quentin, Quentin Tarantino, the greatest scenes in his film. So after uh, the break, we're going to do greatest scenes in uh, the film career of Martin Scorsese.